Ah, oh, there you are. Thank you for once again downloading the podcast. It is lovely having you on board, as it always is. And ahead of us is a broadcast that was both highbrow and incredibly low-hanging fruit. <laughs> yeah, All in the same right, breath. Yeah. Because on one side of the coin, um, we have poetry. Oh, we, we have poetry, poetry recitals from the team and from the listeners, and we look deep into the psyche of the teenage mind and how it can create such art that Ooh. comes from the heart and the soul. Ooh, yes. On the other side of the coin, um, we have an event that occurs on the show that prompted one texter, and there was hundreds of these texts, <laughs> to say the following. Matt Dyson. I am disgusted by Emma's snooty attitude. Has she got a special privileged bottom or something? Said Rab, highbrow and lowbrow. <laughs> Enjoy the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast, Absolute Radio. Good morning, Matt Dyson. Good morning, Davy. Good morning, Emma Jones. Morning. Whoa, hang on. Did you just call me Davy? Yes. <laughs> okay. Quite like it. It's friendly. It's approachable. Yeah. Uh, I'm asking you what's on the to-do list because, as we've discovered on the show previously, this is a great way of reaching into our listeners' lives and finding out what the hell's going on with you guys. Mm. And that's paramount to us. Uh, mine's quite LA-based, as we yeah. are going to be live from Hollywood all next week on the Breakfast Show. But fear not, we're doing it so you can come out and join us as well and have an amazing time. It's, it's if you haven't been, it's a, just an incredible town. And if you have been, well, you know that you want to go back again. Uh, so all your chances to win next week on The Breakfast Show. But as far as my to-do list goes, I've got to get some uh, Tylenol painkillers. Ah, right, yeah. The little the red good, and blue ones. The good ones. Yeah. yeah. Not Tramadol, which is what I tried to get before, and that was a <laughs> massive... Avoid them. Massive mistake. Do not <laughs> do not do that. Uh, I've got to get some Visiline eye drops. Oh. Sarah Jane assures me they're the greatest whitening eye drops in the world. So these are the ones to get when you're in America, yeah? Visiline. Wow. Visiline, something like that. They whiten... If you've got bloodshot eyes, they will whiten them. Is that how it works? Yes. Wow. Yeah, they do. They've got great. some kind of chemical in there. Oh, nice. I'll have a, I'll have a go on that as well. Oh, great. Right. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that nice. Emma, would you like a go on the old Visiline? Uh, sure. Yeah, if everyone's getting involved, why not? <laughs> let's let's all, all have a Visiline let's party. Let's all do eye drops together. <laughs> let's, let's all get together, uh, put something in, and then just like stare. I'm blinking oh, wow, into so one another's white. eyes. Yeah, wow. You can barely see the pupils. Yeah. So uh, basically, a trip to the chemist is what's on my to do list. Uh, Matt Dyson, have you got anything on your well, to do list? Well, I mean, list? yeah, because. Like, while we're away, my family, my wife and kids are going away to the Suffolk coast with my mother-in-law, and they're going to go holiday shopping today, so I've got to take them holiday shopping. Okay. When I go on holiday, I just take what I've got. But when my <laughs> wife goes on holiday, she always has to buy thousands of new things to take on holiday and she can't just take what she's got. Don't be that guy. Sorry, don't don't be that guy. Go. Sorry if I sound... My wife's sorry, got to go and buy a lot of new holiday clothes. Sorry if I sound like that guy. But God. I just, I just have a different, uh, a different way of, of looking at things when it comes to spending. I think that's what it is. Yeah, well, I, I kind of <laughs> see what you mean in a way. So are you not buying anything then in preparation for Hollywood? Um, no, because I've got, I've, got I've got my shorts and T-shirts and my swimming trunks and like I say, that's all I need. Yeah, that's your holiday clothes, isn't <laughs> yeah, it? Yeah. Once again, everyone, this is a work trip. We're, <laughs> Sorry, yes. We're going there to work. Yes. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Well, I'm intrigued to know what's on your to-do list. I'll tell you who has a constant to-do list. That is our boss man, Rob. Um, some of you may have missed this because we've been doing it around half seven each morning, but we've been serialising boss man Rob's blog, which is about how to pack efficiently yeah. and well it, he's put us all on edge a little bit 
He might have slightly odd leanings. Mm. We need to talk about Boss Man Rob. Yes. Uh, and yesterday we moved on to his uh, blog, which was about gear. So this is the tech that he's packing when he goes away. And, well, listen to this for a to-do list. My word. 13-inch MacBook Pro and power cable. Magic mouse. Seagate 2TB portable hard drive. Bullet journal notebook with moleskin pen belt and Muji gel ink pens. <laughs> he loves Muji. Bellroy slim wallet. The best wallet I've ever owned. That is all. <laughs> that is all. So, so then after all of that, we get to the next bullet point. Passport. Oh, right, well, yeah. remember boss man, Rob. Oh, yeah, all the, the essentials, then you pass. <laughs> Keys with tile and Swiss Tech Ulti Key 6 in 1 multi tool. What? A Gen X packable backpack, great little day pack for exploring, packs into its own pocket by the human centipede of backpacks. This is insane. How does that all fit in one bag anyway? He's got it into just hand luggage. It's just nothing short of a packing miracle from Boss Man Rob. So there we go. Uh, That was the gear list. So the blog was called uh, Emergency String. Mm. And uh, yesterday we we had a meeting. Um, Rob was, Boss Man Rob was insistent. He saw us all after the show yesterday. I don't know why. Um, And it's called Emergency String because he has a reputation for always having a piece of emergency string on him. Yes, yeah. That's what, that's, so it's like, oh, this has come untethered, or, oh, my shoe's untied. Yeah, or, it is, uh, it's like just go and in see case. Boss Man Rob, he's got some string. And it's just in case, pocket, just in case. <laughs> yeah, he's got his emergency string. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so there we go. That's Boss Man Rob's to do list. What's on yours? The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. Uh, right now, Matt Dyson. Tell us, on the 1st of August, what's going on? What's inspiring the world from a social Um, perspective? Well, there's some unusual stories around this morning, Dave. Uh, Mm -hmm. There's a a woman who's had Stephen Fry's face tattooed on her sort of midriff. Uh, (laughs) Yes, yeah. You're right to be surprised by that, yeah. Uh, Someone called Rebecca Vincent has had this tattoo for five years, just, uh, just just to the right of her belly button, and Stephen Fry has reacted to it, saying, heaven bless us all. I am greatly honoured uh, and he's going to dedicate the rest of his life uh, to not doing or saying anything so dreadful that you have to remove him. <laughs> I think he's, fa- he's a fairly safe bet that yeah. you won't have to remove Stephen Fry's face. Hey kids, do you want to hear about a seven-year-old boy who had 526 teeth removed from his mouth? <laughs> yeah. This no, is, this no, is horrendous, don't. to be honest. Yeah, no, they don't. that was a boo. I know, but it's just. Kids, so, were you booing? Yes, you it's were. It's unheard of, right? Uh, this poor kid, oh, seven year old boy. Seven year old boy in, in India, right? He went to the dentist. He had this big lump in his jaw. They didn't know what it was. They thought it's just, oh, it's just toothache or something. And then the, when they went inside, they removed, they found inside this huge growth 526 <laughs> different teeth. And then they laid them all out on a table in a circle and I mean it's I've got to share it because I've seen it and I can't can't just leave it in my head because it's going to haunt my nightmares yeah but tell us about it off air don't (laughs) drag the listeners into this they haven't done anything wrong it is amazing the amount of teeth they've found and to lighten the mood kids what what, what, do you want to tell what you're going to read a passage from the end of Hostel (laughs) (laughs) to lighten the mood kids do you want to hear something about goats There is a lovely video of some dancing goats um, <laughs> dancing to music as they walk down a farmyard, and it's lovely. And it really lightens the mood after that horrendous tooth story. <laughs> so, uh, I don't Which wanna, you forced upon uh, us all. I don't want to leave you all totes and mosh, but you'll be trending at the water cooler thanks to my social. <laughs> he came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. 
The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I'm intrigued by the to-do list. For example, Kev is in new kitchen heaven because on his to-do list is to move the contents of his kitchen from his garage into his freshly new-made kitchen, which he did on his own because his lovely wife is incapacitated by a three-week-old baby. Cue a lot of humping and dumping. I think that's kitchen-related, by the way. (laughs) Right, Okay. Just for the record. Wow. Uh, But to Kev and his partner and your new baby, congratulations. What's the time to be doing a new kitchen? I've just had a baby. I think think now's the time to start... (laughs) Building a whole new kitchen. That's a good idea. Well, you know, I, I did it myself. I stumbled into this when I moved house. Yeah, yeah. I thought, so, you know yeah, what, Sarah Jane? Evangeline yeah. is still a newborn baby. Yeah. Let's move house. <laughs> this is all going too well. <laughs> We're getting too much sleep, if anything. <laughs> Morning, folks. On my to-do list is to wish my son Luke good luck for his final interview for the RAF today. He's passed everything else and he's worked so hard. And that comes from a proud mum named Michelle. Well, yes, good luck to you, Luke. Really, I mean that. Emma Jones. So I've done Matt, I've done me. So only you are missing. Do you have a to-do list? I do. I need to get a um, rain mac because I'm going to Edinburgh this weekend. Oh, To the Fringe Festival. Lovely. But of course, it's it's Scotland and um, and it's going to rain. So I need to be prepared. Are you going to go and see Glenn? Yeah. Brother yeah. Glenn? I'm seeing him yeah, on Saturday. Nice. Oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah, about yeah. love. He said, don't come on Saturday. It's the worst day to see it, but it's the only day I can go. So I'm uh, interested yeah. to see what he means by that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Glenn is doing his Edinburgh show, by the way. We urge you to seek it out. Go and see yeah, it. He's, he's on he's, at the Pleasant's Courtyard. He's on one yeah. of those venues, isn't he? He's yeah, such a great four place. Four o'clock every day. I love the Pleasant's Courtyard. You can just go stay there, have a few drinks all afternoon in the Edinburgh sunshine or rain and then watch some loads of comedy yeah I'm excited he's very good I've seen him live a couple of times before and he's brilliant so Pleasance Courtyard 4pm at the Edinburgh Comedy Festival Um, Glenn tweeted a picture of himself saying he feels absolutely fine ahead of uh, a what's happening (laughs) (laughs) just him leaning on the wall looking sweaty (laughs) Uh, but yeah you've got to go and see Glenn oh that's brilliant you're going up to see him on Saturday yeah I'm excited and I've never been to the Fringe before so oh well you can have a great time well enjoy and send him our love the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. I don't often use the words not to be missed, but coming up next, well, it's not to be missed. (laughs) It is Matt Dyson reading aloud from his own GCSE poetry. Oh, dear. What's the title of the piece? I found it uh, in some old stuff when I was going through the house the other day. It's uh, it's an ode to autumn. (laughs) (laughs) I love it already. Everyone in my English class did one, and there was like a compilation of all the best ones. Well, um... Emma's already given you a B plus. I know, yeah, there was a little bit of a mistake in there. Yeah. Uh, but it's quite an angry poem. My goodness, it says a lot about you as a young man. <laughs> yeah, it does. Um, there's also a swear in it as there well. There is, I know, I know. Unbelievable. So ang- you're so punk, you're the yeah. punk of GCSE poetry. <laughs> I was rebelling through the spoken word, that's what I, that's what I did. <laughs> Even back then. Rebelling through the spoken word. <laughs> so Matt Dyson, we're oh, going to make Matt so read his own poem. Poetry as well, oh. so he's going to be delivering it. You know, like those are moments you wait for when there'd be like a new Harry Potter book and J.K. Rowling would sit in Edinburgh Castle and she'd maybe read a, a passage. It's going to be like that, kids. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast, Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. It's lovely having you on board. And now, as promised, one of those moments that come along every so often in the world of radio where you get to say to your esteemed colleague, 
a person you've known, loved and admired for over 10 years, and you get to say, Matt, please read me the poem you wrote when you were 15 years well, of age. I wish I'd never mentioned it. It's called An Ode to Autumn. <laughs> yeah. This has come about because I unearthed um, a letter from the Pen Pal Pen oh, yeah. Club yeah. I was in. Uh, and when I was about nine, and uh, Jody, who'd written it to us, said, those three hallowed letters I don't think you see anymore in the modern age, PTO. Oh, yeah. Please Remember turn that. over. Yeah. Uh, and then, Matt, you unearthed some poetry. Yes. And we've been waiting for months for you to bring it onto the show. Yes. Well, the day we were, has come. We were clearing out the clutter and uh, found this old collection of Odes to Autumn by Year 11 uh, English class at Hayward Comprehensive School in Nottingham. No longer there. It's been bulldozed and flats built on top of it. Sad times. Have you started to poem or no I just, I, just, I just had this horrifying thought that you've been all you've always been like this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Since, yeah. since you were since yeah. you were 15 years yeah, of age. I know, but I think, you know, I was quite angry. A lot of people sort of celebrated autumn and how great it was. And yeah, isn't the it leaves lovely? are falling, oh, it's beautiful. Mine was slightly different in tone. I but, can't wait. I, ca- I cannot um, wait. I mean, yeah. I Shall we, really gonna can be we do painful. it? Yeah, okay, you're right, yeah. Okay, <clears throat> go for it. I owe it nothing. No, nothing I owe it as I walk through the leaves and tread in the dog sh- <laughs> Yes, it contains a swear. Deal with it. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. Baker was very forward-thinking. Yeah, it's just a form of expression, man. Did he you know, encourage he, he didn't the want to swear? Censor. He didn't oh, want to censor Mr. us. Baker. You know, quite rightly so. It goes on. Colder, darker. Zip up your parker. You're like the streets. <laughs> it's a bit drunk, Cooper Clark, at times. <laughs> my, wow. <laughs> I'm blowing my own trumpet yeah, a bit just there. Just a touch. The nights draw in and the ice gets sharper. Blue skies above, all the clouds are alighting, but you step outside and the frost is still biting. Pretense and deceit is what the autumn's got. The sky says hot, but the weather says not, which was a reference to a popular advert for washing detergent at the time. (laughs) You walk through the mist feeling lonely and glum, and the tip of your nose has gone rosy and numb. I owe it nothing, no, nothing I owe, as I watch with woe the autumnal glow. (laughs) What's autumn ever done to you? I don't know, I don't like it. I'm actually, I've eased off a bit on autumn because I quite like, I quite like it. I save all my hatred for those motorway middle lane drivers now. <laughs> oh, Matt, that's beautiful. Wow, yeah. Um, you know, Matt's been brave enough to do it, guys. If you've got the poem you wrote at school to hand, we'd love you to recite it on the show. That would be the dream. But even yes. if you can recall the title or the subject matter. Yeah, all the better. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Pete says Matt's putting the wind up Robert Van Winkle. That's Vanilla Ice with those lyrics. We should get them on MC Battle. <laughs> Got an A in English, very good. Me me versus Vanilla Ice. Yeah, good idea. Oh, now that I would I would pay to watch that like a boxing match. I'd stay up until three o'clock in the morning to watch that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've had some poems sent in, oh, some poems lovely. that you yes. guys wrote whilst at school. These Now, you will be moved by this. We're not scared to move people here on this breakfast show because this is all about the mums and dads and it's lovely. When I was at primary school, Dave, I wrote a poem for my dad to keep in his locker at work. Oh, that's a lovely idea. Trees, our lovely trees are good. Trees are normally trees made of are wood. Trees are good. Trees are good. Oh, they're ever so good. Oh, yeah. 
Was it? Was her dad uh, Mr. C from the Shame? I've inspired something else there. Trees are good. Trees are good. Trees are lovely. Trees are good. Trees are normally made of wood. In Dad's locker. I don't know why I wrote that for him. His job has nothing to do with oh. trees. Uh, but that's come from Fern. So hopefully, Fern, you appreciate what's what's going on there with your name and the tree reference in Essex. And then this came in from Steve. Some mothers are good looking and others really kind. Some are sort of cuddly. Well, that's just what I find. There is some cool kiss you better when you have grazed your knee. And then there is the best mum and she belongs to me. Some fruit and frown and worry lots. It's just because they care. And though they may live near or far, you know they'll always care. Mums of all kinds, they're nice to know. But that's all the rest. Because I've got all of that, but I know this, that my mum is the best. Oh, <laughs> and that's lovely from work Steve. from Steve there. Wow. Very different tone to your poem. <laughs> yeah. Very celebratory, yeah, full no of love. Words in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No swearing. <laughs> Mr Baker would have hated that, Steve. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where Matt was first up reading a poem he wrote at the tender age of 15 and just how much he hates autumn. (laughs) (laughs) Annoying autumn, yeah. (laughs) And you guys have been sharing, and that's just lovely. And joining us right now, live from Australia, is Mark. Good morning, Mark. Morning, Dave. How are you going? Very well, my friend, and how are you? Very well, thanks. Yeah, yeah. Um, That was an amazing poem we heard there. Oh, yeah, Thank I mean, you, Mark. all Thank the you. way to Australia. You've gone well, global, which is just amazing yeah. for you, Matt. Wow. So congratulations. Well, having seen your work, Mark, I, I very much uh, enjoyed it. And the, the backstory that goes with it is amazing as well. That's right, Mark. Let's let's get down into the minutiae of this, shall we? So you wrote okay. this poem aged... How old were you? I was 12 and a quarter. 12 and a quarter. <laughs> it's <laughs> 1983. <laughs> and you had some troubles with a teacher, I believe, Mark. That's right. I went to a um, fairly posh school. I was the council estate kid. And uh, most of the kids were writing things about autumnal days or RF jets, whereas mine was a bit um, off-centre. And the teacher didn't want to publish it. Oh. Didn't want to publish it. And the, the piece, the the piece is, yeah. is named, um, the title of the piece is My Squashed Hamster. <laughs> and the teacher didn't want to publish this from the, your words, council estate kid, which is, you know, which is an awful thing. I hate hearing mm. about that kind of stuff. Um, but luckily you knew someone on the inside of the school journal. That's right, yeah. Um, one of my cousins was in the sick form, was a prefect. He was the editor. Uh, so we pulled a few strings. Nothing's changed. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So you, you went ahead of Mr. French, the teacher. And the, it was inspi- inspired by the young ones as well, I believe, the, the hamster story. Oh, correct, yeah. Yeah, 12 and a quarter, I was the prime age for the young ones. Oh, yeah. SPG, Special Patrol Group, the talking Glaswegian hamster. Well, in that case, Mark, I think the time has come. <laughs> You know, let's give it to Mr. French with both barrels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I hope give, you're listening, Frenchie. <laughs> let's give it all, all the bells and whistles. Here we go. Take so, it away, Mark, and please give everyone listening my squashed hamster. <laughs> my squashed hamster by Mark. One frith, age twelve and a quarter. <laughs> I used to have a hamster, so I decided to call her Fred. I used to cut her every morning. And at night, I would put her to bed. I fed her lots of sunflower seeds and gave her lots of water. I saved up all my pocket money. And that is how I bought her. 
One day, as I was taking Fred out for a walk, she started to run away. I was that upset about her, I didn't know what to say. She ran onto the road and started to chase a cat. Then a steamroller came along, and all I heard was, splat. (laughs) (laughs) I used to love my little hamster, and I thought I wouldn't get another. But today I looked into her cage and found she was a mother. Huh? I've got another hamster. Oh, <laughs> oh that's lovely. Well, a happy ending as well there. Beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful. Uh, yeah. It deserved to be published in a school mm. journal and it deserved to be heard right, by the right. people of the world here yes. on The Breakfast Show. Oh, great. Thanks for the opportunity. I've enjoyed it. Oh, Mark, <laughs> listen, thank you for taking the time to talk to us. Have a love. What time is it there? Uh, it's um, seven hours in front of you, wherever that may be. Six, uh, yeah. 20 to 3 in the afternoon. So 20 to 3 in the afternoon. To, look forward to listening to this on the podcast later. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. I know you're all thinking, at last, a platform for the poetry and lyrics I wrote whilst at school. <laughs> it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Yeah. Providing a service. In infant school, Dave, I wrote a poem about wondering how an octopus would go to the toilet underwater. <laughs> I can't remember how it went, but I do remember getting into trouble for it, says Holly. <laughs> This has come from Wayne. Granny Smith, it was green. Know what I mean? The nicest (laughs) apple I'd ever seen. I took a bite and spat it out. It hit the ground and a grub crawled out. It looked at me and with a sniff said, would you like me to bite your Granny Smith? That's from (laughs) Penn back in 77. (laughs) Wayne, that is amazing. Nicola, circa age 10... An ode to the pie. I love pies and pies love me. Sometimes <laughs> mint, sometimes cheese. Breakfast, lunchtime, dinner and tea. I will eat pies whenever I please. <laughs> oh, yes. Excellent. <laughs> Top marks again. Morning, Dave and the team. I wrote a limerick when I was seven, which featured in the school magazine altogether oh. now. Ooh. There was a man called Mike... He once went fishing for pike. <laughs> he fell in the river, then started to shiver, so he pushed off on his bike. Oh, nice. Samantha says, this makes me cringe. That's uh, her review of her own poetry <laughs> from when she was at school. All the best ones do. Whereas, Samantha, just so you know, this moved Mark in mysterious <laughs> ways. <laughs> he <loved laughs> he was deeply touched by this yeah, poem. Yeah, yeah. And this is the first time I've read it, so good luck. And sorry about the delivery, Samantha. The ballerina's twirling toes, frills and lace, satin ribbons, bows. The sleeping rose, the dying swan, beauty and art wrapped in one. Gracefully, lightly she goes. Oh, from Samantha. Wow, wow, that is deep. That's actually good. Yeah. Samantha said it <laughs> makes her cringe. Good, it? Yeah. Mine was... Um, oh, Dave, yeah. Well, you are, let's get to yours. I bought... I, in, in Greenwich Market, I bought Jim Morrison's Lost Poetry. Right, yeah. So about the age of 15, I thought I was this tortured poet soul. <laughs> <laughs> just, you know, just kind of mooching yeah. around in oh, leather trousers. Yeah. Just going, oh, my God. <laughs> oh. oh, I'm so Jim Morrison. Oh, it aches. <laughs> Love me. <laughs> <laughs> Such a tortured soul. And now death, and not a feeling after. There is nothing, no one to love, and no one to hate anymore. <gasps> oh, wow. oh, oh, so angsty. Your parents must have been so worried. <laughs> <laughs> what have you written, Break David? Break to the other side. <laughs> 
prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute radio. It's 11 minutes past eight on your Thursday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Where it is time, as it is every Thursday in this section, for your apologies, corrections and clarifications. If there's something you feel you need to apologise for or something you need to apologise to, something you want to correct or clarify, then this is the place to do it, 8, 12, 15. And bringing over the thing we were doing in the last hour of the show, effortlessly into this hour, um, is a text that says, Dave, I very much enjoyed Mr Dyson's cultural addition to the show during School Poetry Corner. However, I feel I must clarify that a drunken mat is required. So for all you newcomers out there, one listener many moons ago accidentally sat on their device whilst listening to the podcast and it started to play at half speed. Yeah. And they said we sounded like we were drunk. Yeah, closing time in a bar late at night. So now let's bring you up to date. Um, This is Matt Dyson, um, slightly squiffy, with Emma and I in attendance around a pub table... (laughs) As, oh. he, as he recites one of the poems he wrote when he was 15 years of age. You walk through the mist feeling lonely and glum and the tip of your nose has gone rosy and numb. Oh. I owe it nothing, no nothing I owe as I watch with woe the autumnal glow. Oh. What's the autumn ever done to you? I don't know, I don't like it. I don't like it, I tell you. Oh, dear. Matt, head in hands. What a night it was, though. (laughs) You read about those stories, don't you, where all those great minds used to gather (laughs) over a pint of mead, and that's where Tolkien wrote Lord of the Rings, and it's just this monkey, monkey, same, same to that, basically. (laughs) Exactly right, yeah. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. It's Apologies, Corrections and Clarifications Day. Get this. Hi, Dave. My name is Jordan, and I would like to clarify to my wonderful girlfriend, Vicky, how much I love her. My heart is hers for the rest of time. Wow. Mm. Now, is it cynical of me to think that Jordan's done something wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, he's clarifying as well, isn't he? So that's interesting. It's, it's beautiful, isn't it? Yeah. And I've got to stop being such a cynic. This is a lovely, lovely message. It does whiff of guilt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, nothing bad, Vicky. We don't think Jordan's done anything bad. No, something trivial. But it's yeah. in the apologies, corrections and clarifications section, so thereby suggesting that something has gone awry before this. But he could have gone, I'd like to apologise to my girlfriend, Vicky. Yeah. But instead, Jordan it's is clarifying. clarifying. It'd be worse if it was the middle one. I want to yeah. correct <laughs> how much I love you, Vicky. Yeah. Correction. What I said earlier, I didn't really mean. Um, isn't that lovely? Uh, yes, it is. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Mark, can we get a female perspective on this one? Um, I personally think it's a bit much. He could have just sent a private message. Yeah, yeah. Well, now we but all know about it. Thank you for getting in touch with the show. Yeah, because if people started sending private messages, we'd have nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> so that is lovely, Jordan, and that is really lovely for you, Vicky. We wish you happy rest of lives together. We really do. For the rest of you, stop messaging people privately and message me. <laughs> he came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. 
Absolute radio. Matt, any apologies you want to make? Um, yeah, no, I want to clarify actually something with, with the people at LinkedIn. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you're on LinkedIn, Dave. <laughs> I'm but, not on it, but I'm but, stalked <laughs> by it. But yeah, you probably still get stalked by it as well. I, basically, I want them to know that I'm not that bothered about knowing about people on their website that I might know. This is a new thing they've started doing, right? It's fine when people add me, we'll connect, send me an email telling me about it. But don't send me an email saying, oh, there's someone here you might know. There's a chance. You have a few shared connections. You might know this person. If I know them, I'll find them and I'll connect with them. If I don't, I can live without knowing about it, thanks. That's what you've got to know, LinkedIn, is Matt, like, Matt is like the Bond villain Spectre. He's got tentacles in every single... Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You know, if you start to think of people that Matt might be linked with, yeah, it's just a lo- never-ending task. Yeah, and half the people I'm not, I don't know them and I don't want to link with them because I don't know them. So don't suggest that I might know them when I don't. The other day I got one suggesting that I might know my own wife. Because <laughs> I haven't connected with Katie on LinkedIn. And they said, Do you, you might know this person. Yes, I live with her. Yeah, yeah. We have three children together. We just haven't connected on your weird business, business website. Oh, that's Thanks. hilarious. But does any of us really truly connect with our partners? Well, yeah. Wow, deep stuff that's again, a Dave. Big yeah. question. That's a big, good point. Um, Emma Jones, is there an apology, correction, or clarification you'd like to make? Yeah, I'd like to make a clarification. Um, I had a tradesperson round yesterday. Oh, yeah. I don't want to say who he worked for because it, it might narrow it down a bit. But um, he he used my toilet oh, no. oh, and no. did something more than no than a wee. I think. Heavens I no! I'd like to clarify that I don't think that's okay. This this a hundred percent not okay. He's got to go. What do you want him to do? Go out into the street and fend for himself? Oh, go to McDonald's <laughs> or, or somewhere on the road. <laughs> somewhere? You mean on the road? <laughs> not, 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 <laughs> <laughs> not Gary Lineker. <laughs> I think your alternative suggestions are ridiculous compared to just using yours. Well, what do people normally do who don't aren't based in do you an know office? What? It's, it's, it's exactly. a tough one. They it's a tough people's one. Houses. It's a tough one. As long yeah. as they wait till you get back to base. Yes, I think so. I well, think for a number one, think, fine, you might get yeah. caught short. Yeah, but not for a number two. This, Absolutely, he not. probably didn't want to do it either, but he had. To so you know, you had to, and as long as you do it in a clean, respectful manner, then it's fine, isn't it? Surely, is this a Twitter poll? Not sure. I don't. I just don't know anymore. Yes, I think it should be. I don't know. I don't think we don't want that on our socials. No, no. But Emma, I, I see what you mean. Yeah, I'm putting myself on the side of I don't think it's okay. Yeah, I'm on your side with that. But no. we. But I think Matt's got a very valid point. Yeah, and he did do a very good job. To be fair. So. <laughs> you, mean, you mean wow? You mean in the repairs? Yes. <laughs> Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wits. Let's do it. Right. Absolute radio. If you're just joining us, Emma called for a tradesperson who did more than just a number one whilst using her loo. Um, and it was like, is this okay or not okay? We, you yeah. know, we, it's, the bait will rage. The bait is raging. And it's yeah. raging yeah. hard, yeah. Matt. So give, us, is, a, give yeah. us a summary. Give us an I mean, overview of what, what like the a, people I think about I can't go into too much detail about no, what we people can't. are there's saying. Some, there's but, some horrific know, tales. There are some people that agree, some are not so sure. I mean, a, bu- a builder with IBS has been in touch. He's got a lot to say on the issue. Mm. Um, there's a plasterer from Eltham who says, my rule when having a pony in a customer's house <laughs> oh, is no, if no, there's Matt. a woman 
woman in the house, then no way, apart from that all cushy. So that's what Steph the, <laughs> Steph the Plasterer says. There's another person who, who's, who's a, uh, Milne the Tyler, agrees with Emma that right. uh, it's not right to do that. Uh, and he goes at talks at length about what happened to him, including one line that just says uh, he had to drive 21 cloth-touching miles to find a KFC. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I won't give you any more detail than that. <laughs> just some of the highlights there. Edited highlights for you. A, a plumber also got in touch saying that it's not acceptable unless the customer is out and you have a danger poo. That was from Ellie. <laughs> so, so I'm glad we've covered that off. <laughs> Let's talk about Wix, shall we? They're going to be thrilled. At <laughs> 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 the placing so of the Wix Fix competition, <laughs> your chance to win £10,000. Basically, they're thinking, and as always, it's spot on, is if you started a DIY project or you want to get one off the ground, but those pesky bills are around, then let Wix give you £10,000 to pay those off so you can start on said DIY project. Head to absoluteradio.co.uk right now because we're going to be giving away the £10,000 tomorrow morning morning and right now joining us on line one she has been playing every single morning this week we are thrilled to say that joanne is back joanne how are you feeling on the penultimate morning nervous <laughs> i can imagine you are you've yeah. been general knowledge out of your mind this has been an incredible showing from you this week it's, it's just like I did when I did my exams all those years ago. Cram white mad the night before and then forget it all as soon as it's over. <laughs> I know exactly what you mean, Joanne. So have you had plaudits from your friends and family? Everyone must be so proud of your achievements here on the show. No, we're banned from talking about it. Oh, OK. I'm a big believer in tempting fate and all that, so yes. we're not talking about yes. it. You don't sensible, want to jinx sensible. it. OK, no. well, let's meet your fourth opponent on the Wix Fix this morning. It's Simon. Good morning, Simon, and welcome to the game. Good morning. How you doing, my friends? I'm doing okay, thanks, yeah. Lovely. Uh, let me introduce you to our reigning champion. This is Joanne. Joanne, this is Simon. Good morning, Simon. Good morning, Joanne. Um, so, Simon, um, let's get your story. We know that Joanne is renovating a 17th century cottage and she wants to walk around going, that's done, that's done, that's done. What's your dream? What's going on in your DIY world that Wix could help with? Uh, well, we moved house about three years ago. I've got three kids and we were in a smaller house, children sharing bedrooms, which when you've got a, a 13-year-old sharing with a six-year-old sister, it doesn't go down Ooh, too well. No, I can imagine, yeah, I can yeah. imagine. So we moved house um, and we, we spent all our time sorting out the kids' bedrooms and making sure they're happy and, of course, the rest of the house was just, just left to pot, basically. So we've ended up a point now, three years down the line, uh, the garden looks like a building site, the kitchen needs replacing... The drive's all cracked and broken, and we just don't have the money to do what we need to do, basically. OK, and you also want to create a little bit of a nice... You use the word adult space, which I think is very important for any happy relationship oh, yeah. to continue and thrive. <laughs> no, Matt Dyson. I mean, like an outdoor, a veranda, where, <laughs> yeah, where Simon yeah, and his yeah, wife can sip G&Ts yes, at night. lovely. After the kids have yeah. gone to their separate bedrooms yes, that they've worked so right. hard to give them. Quite right, too. Is that right, Simon? Decking. That is right, yeah. The, the garden was always going to be the, the big project, so... Um, we, we also, this year, we got a we got a new dog, so we've got a little puppy Labrador. Um, and we just discovered this year that he suffers amazingly from hay fever. Oh! oh. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that dogs could suffer from hay fever. <laughs> Me either, but he does. And every time he goes in the garden, he's got a grass pollen um, allergy as well. So every time he goes in the garden, he starts scratching and pulling all the fur out of his face. Oh. So he's now on long-term medication for that. And we also need to... to 
adult-proof the garden and dog-proof the garden, getting rid of the grass and getting rid of plants and making it just a more, you know, a nice Mediterranean courtyard, I suppose. Oh, yeah, lovely. Simon, you've certainly plucked at the heartstrings. I mean, you brought the kids into it, your puppies with hay fever. My goodness. Uh, but, of course, uh, standing in the way of you and possibly winning £10,000 tomorrow is Joanne and Matt Dyson's general knowledge quiz. It's coming next. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. So it is time to move another step forward to giving away £10,000 on the Wix fix. Joanne is on line one. Simon is on line two. Guys, we're going to find out now how long you will have on the clock to answer Matt Dyson's general knowledge questions as we phone another holiday destination to see what temperature it is. And then that, as I say, is related back into seconds. So let's make the call to Prague. Hi. Yo, 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 Marek! Hi, Mr. Berry. It's good to hear from you again. It's really good to hear from you. What's the temperature then? Oh, uh, it's 25 degrees Celsius here in Prague. We just got massive thunderstorms oh, at no. the moment. Oh, no. Oh, Marek! I definitely wasn't ready for that. No, of course not. But you are wildly lovable. And I wondered, um, what's your star sign, Marek? Oh, that's actually a really good question. I'm really nice. glad you asked. <laughs> well, go on then. <laughs> It's Come always on. good to catch up with you, Mr. Barry. Don't go now, Marek. Yeah, don't you do... to hear from me. Bye. No, good Marek. Don't you? <laughs> Typical Libran. <laughs> <laughs> what are they like, eh? <laughs> okay, Matt Dyson, yeah. you've got the general knowledge questions. We've got 25 seconds on the timer. Joanne, you're going to be going first. Okay. Good luck. Thank you. Here we go. How many children has Prince Harry said he and Meghan will have? Two. Yes. In which UK city did Kasabian form? Pass. Who directed the film Train Spotting? Danny Boyle. Correct. Which department store opened its Christmas store in London? Correct. God. One Day Like This and Grounds for Divorce are songs by which UK band? Pass. It's Elbow. Malt, cane and white are all types of what? Sugar. Ooh, vinegar. Vinegar, which means, Joanne, you got three. Wait right there. Playing now, it's Simon. Simon, you two have 25 seconds. Good luck to you, sir. Thank you. Your time starts now. Jack White is the frontman of which band? White Right. Correct. In which UK county would you find Stonehenge? Oh, pass. Wiltshire. Who hosts Love Island? Pass. Caroline Flack. Where are the ashes being held today? Uh, Old Trafford. No, it's Edge Baston. She Moves in Her Own Way is a song by which UK band? Oh, pass. Oh, it's the Kooks. Oh. That's it, Simon. Unfortunately, you are out of time. It's been lovely talking with you. Send our love to the, all the kids, to your wife and to the oh. puppy, and good luck with your DIY projects, my friend. Thanks for tuning into the show. Thanks very much. Take care, Simon. Joanne! Yay! Oh, <laughs> You've done it again! I am so looking forward to getting a better birthday present this year than last year, I can tell you. What did you get last year? A composite front door. (laughs) (laughs) What every lady wants! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, listen, Joanne, you've got to do it one more time tomorrow morning. And that's how you could win the £10,000 Wix fix. I'll speak to you tomorrow around half eight, okay? 
Looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, Joanne. Stay strong and a great showing yet again from you. Of course, you can nip in. You could take the £10,000 from Joanne. All you need to do is tell us about your DIY projects right now at absoluteradio.co.uk. This is all thanks to the wonderful folk at WIC. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. Good morning, it's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where right now I'm joined by a man who wants me to let you know that he has dressed up as Wonder Woman. <laughs> that was a private conversation! He's, he's desperate for that message to get out of there. He, he wore Gal Gadot's actual costume. Her actual costume. Let me just be clear, it was her actual costume. I was at Leavesden Studios. They offered, they offered for me to try it on. I didn't just sort of sneak off and go, hello. <laughs> So did you have, like, the, the bracelets the gauntlets, on and everything? The gauntlets, the gauntlets. yeah. Mm, I had the whole thing, And yeah. then when you met Gail, <laughs> who was on set there, she found out you'd put on her costume. Well, I, I was introduced to it. Like, within an interview situation, I'm entirely comfortable, but when someone just goes, oh, meet Gal Gadot, I'm like, um, OK, hello, and I don't know what to say. And the only thing that, well, we had in similar in that moment was the fact that I just put on her costume. So I went, I just wore your costume. She went, <laughs> what now? Really? I'm like, oh, you hello, know. Hello, Gal, I've been wearing your clothes. <laughs> anyway, it's Alex Zane from Sky Cinema. Alex, brilliant to see you. Lovely to see you. Um, you're once again going to recommend a couple of movies for all our dear listeners to check out. And we begin this morning with Wreck-It Ralph, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is coming to Sky Cinema tomorrow night. That's right. It premieres on Sky Cinema tomorrow. It is the sequel to 2012's incredible Wreck-It Ralph film, which I absolutely adored. The reason I think I love this so much is because the relationship between Ralph, voiced by John C. Riley, and Vanellope, voiced by Sarah Silverman, for me is one of the most beautiful and heartfelt animated friendships we've seen in a movie like this for a while. For me, it's up there with Wally and Eve, it's up there with Buzz and Woody. And those moments in the first movie where you see that friendship develop genuinely make me shed a tear. And this film furthers that relationship. It expands the world out from the arcade, as the name implies. We see them go into the internet. So we get all sorts of knowing gags about social media, cat videos, Rick Rolling. I love the fact that they've humanised a search engine and his biggest gripe in life is that no one ever says thank you. Which is such a clever gag. I mean, there's one key thing missing in that film because it is a kid's film that mm. I think all of us have stumbled across on the internet at some point. Um, but I, I love the search engine. <laughs> there you go. It took me a moment to understand what the hell you were talking Into about. Into the territory of X-rated. Uh, so, so you'll be pleased to know if you're going to watch it with the kids, that's missing. But ultimately, I, I will say, with all the clever gags and everything, it's still got a great message about friendship. And if I sound like I've got a bit gooey, over this movie. We love a bit of gooiness on the show, you know that. It's because I have a theory. Do you want to hear my kind of crazy theory, but it is a good theory. I'm afraid we're going to have to leave it there. Alex will be back <laughs> next week. <laughs> I do, I'm desperate to hear uh, Okay, so look, when you watch an actor in a live-action movie, it is more difficult, I think, to disassociate yourself from the idea of that person being an actor playing a role in a film because you've read interviews with them, you've seen photos in magazines, all of which cause you to formulate an opinion about them outside of the film as a real person. Whereas an animated character only exists within the confines of the movie. Like, you're never going to go on TMZ and see Ralph punching a photographer <laughs> outside a nightclub. And yeah. because they exist... Woody slumped in an alleyway. 
an empty bottle of vodka in his hand. <laughs> now, if you think that sounds crazy, I did once say that entire theory to the director of Finding Nemo when I was at Pixar Studios, and I said it to Andrew Stanton, and he went, I like that a lot. In fact... I'm going to take that and I'm going to use that. So when you hear me saying that, <laughs> thank you in advance. <laughs> I think it's a very good theory. And if it's good enough for the makers of Finding Nemo, then, you know, I, I think it's good enough for anybody. Uh, so that is Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is on Sky Cinema tomorrow night, a movie that Alex, you're recommending because it's very funny. But as we say from time to time on this, it's got a great heart to it. It really does, it? yeah. Prepare yourselves. We liked his voice so much, we put it in a podcast. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast. Absolute Radio. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Sky Cinema's Alex Zane is with me. Already recommended uh, Ralph Breaks the Internet, which is coming to Sky Cinema tomorrow night, where, of course, there is a brand-new premiere every day and you can watch over 1,000 movies on demand, including... Yes, so I'm going for 2011's Fast and Furious 5. For me, this is the movie where the series evolved from street racing to, well, basically superheroes with cars which is what the series really is now it's an automotive avengers and this is also the movie where the character agent luke hobbs dwayne johnson this is where he is first introduced in fast and the furious five in an incredible fashion it's a period where he became known as the franchise saver yeah the rock's never been in a bad movie um, as both a film critic and your friend. <laughs> so Fast and Furious 5 is Fast 5 is, is one of his better pieces of work. Well, yeah, in this era that we live in, whereby it is now more and more difficult than ever for a movie star's name to actually still put bums on seats outside of an existing mega franchise, The Rock is one actor who can do that, and this is the first time that he really does that in Fast and Furious 5. And I asked him about this, and his answer was... I kick ass better than anyone on the planet, and I have a decent smile. Oh, well said, Dwayne. There was a thing doing the rounds recently, and we touched on it on the show, which was um, use the last text message you sent to come up with the tagline for the Fast and Furious 9. And some of the ones we got in from our, from our listeners was, Fast and Furious 9, you left your key, you'll have to wait until 4pm to get in. <laughs> Fast and Furious 9, let's have a game of bowls on Saturday. <laughs> And, of course, the classic box office smash, The Fast and the Furious 9, Don't Forget the Sweet Curry Dip. <laughs> What's your last text message? Uh, the last text message is uh, Fast and Furious 9. Sadly not, my friend. I have to be at King's Cross Station by 11.30. <laughs> Did I send you that? Yes! <laughs> and it's true, so let's hurry up, shall we? And get to the on-the-spot quiz. Alex, Yes. once again, I've got three... Movie soundtracks, all available on Sky Cinema, but they're backwards. OK. Can you tell me which movie they're I find from? these quite hard, but let's do it. This is your first one. Oh, it's... Uh, thank you. Oh, my gosh. If I hadn't got that, I'd have uh, really, really had a lot to answer to back at Sky HQ. Uh, that is Wallace and Gromit. No. Wait, what? Hang on. Yeah, it is. Oh! <laughs> Couldn't resist. <laughs> Sorry, that was cruel. <laughs> that was cruel. Uh, I've got the shakes so, now. Sorry about that. Wow. 
OK, have a little stab at this one. All available on Sky Cinema. Here we go. <laughs> big fan of this guy. I'm a big fan of that period where he did songs for each of his films. And why not? And why not? Never did one for uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, which is <laughs> weird. Uh, this is uh, Wild Wild West. Jazzy Jeff, it's me. I'm getting the band back together. <laughs> Uh, it is Wild Wild West. That was the song that introduced the world to Cisco. So, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, that's why we have thong thong to thong thong thong. <laughs> One for all the absolute radio listeners there. Thank you. <laughs> you, don't, you don't play that? No. <laughs> okay, here we go. Finally, how are you doing very well for three out of three? Not Enya. <laughs> um, I'm going with uh, possibly one of the most famous songs in the world from Titanic, Celine Dion, My Heart Will There it is. Yeah. This is quite a nice way of going, huh? <laughs> Until I did that. <laughs> Alex, thank you ever so much for coming in. It's always lovely to see you. Ralph Breaks the Internet and The Fast and the Furious 5 are available for you to enjoy on Sky Cinema. Cheers, Al. Thank you very much, Dave. <laughs> What a time to take a sip of your coffee. (laughs) (laughs) Dave! The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. Time to bid you farewell for another morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in and to those of you who took the time to get in touch. Of course, tomorrow we'll be here 6am. That's not going to change. But then next week, next week we've got... We're going to Los Angeles. Yes. We're taking the whole show to California. And this is thanks to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, the ninth film by Quentin Tarantino. So we're going to be going there to bring you some of the, as depicted in the film, the glamour of 1969 Hollywood. Mm. Matt Dyson, you're going to be Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, lovely. I'm Brad Pitt and Margot Robbie. Okay, oh, yeah, you're right, yeah. <laughs> they all star in this incredible movie. That's what I've heard anyway, because we haven't seen it yet. No. We're going to be watching it out in LA. Somewhere special, yeah. And next week, we'll have chances for you to go to an exclusive screening of the show and to fly to Los Angeles yourselves, bring somebody you love very much, have the time of your lives. If you've never been to LA, you're in for a treat. If you've already been, well, you know how good it is and we can't wait to give you the opportunity to fly out there and enjoy it once again. As I say, this is all thanks to Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is in cinemas on Wednesday the 14th of August. And I spent yesterday afternoon locked in a hotel room with Quentin Tarantino. Whoa. So that's one of the things we're going to be doing on the show next week, Live from Hollywood, is playing you my chat with Quentin. Lovely. He's everything you expected. Yeah. And more. I can't wait. And more. So I'm looking forward to that. Right now, though, all we need to do before we bid you farewell proper is name the daily podcast. This week we've had Dave Berry the God. <laughs> that was Monday. Uh, Tuesday was My Mama Said He's as Stuck as a Boris Johnson on a zip wire. <laughs> oh, wow. Yesterday's was Chat Briggs Get Banged. <laughs> oh, one of the best. And today's is 21 cloth-touching miles <laughs> to the KFC. <laughs> <laughs> What's a line? Arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.